Welcome to Beyond This Space, the podcast where we choose topics each week to hold space with. So what does hold space mean? Hold space means that we discuss how each concept impacts our world today. Does it help it or does it actually hurt us? Or maybe we're missing something that we can't afford to miss. In a world full of craziness, we want to be a safe space. We're not here to be the calm, but to question the chaos. My name is Long. And I'm Kristen. And welcome to the conversation. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Our very first one. We're talking about Colson Baker. Our MGK, Machine Gun Kelly. So if you have not heard of him, you've been living under a rock. Because lately this guy has been making waves in the music industry due to his newest album called... Tickets to My Downfall. Tickets to My Downfall. And I think the last time I heard of him was when he wrote Rap Devil, challenging the rap god Eminem. Of course, Eminem comes back with kill shot and mgk does not reply so we're thinking that he gets buried but then he drops a ep yes it's my opinion it's not a bad one doesn't talk about the eminem but <laughs> it's still good yeah so he then goes on from the ep into some acting and whatnot and then from yes. acting so he definitely did acting i don't know if you've ever seen that uh, Nerve is a good movie. He's in it. So is he's in the movie Dirt by, on Netflix. Super good. Bird Box. I heard he was in too, right? Yeah, he's in a bunch of stuff. But then he comes out of nowhere and does a new album called Tickets to My Downfall, which is a pop punk album. Yes. So crazy. To be honest, that threw me off because I listened to his old stuff when he used to rap. And now all of a sudden he goes into pop punk. I mean, he's been in pop punk, but not in pop punk. But this is definitely a genre change for him. Gotcha. Uh, do Do you think that MGK would have made it if Eminem did not respond with Killshot? Or because I mean, some people think that Eminem gave him the platform. I think part of it is like it pushed him to do the thing that he does well. Okay. So I think he's a great rapper, but I think. The way he perceives the world, perceives the world, and the way he like approaches life is very similar to like the pop punk um, culture, and so I think he found his niche. He just doesn't believe it yet. <laughs> so talk about pop punk culture. How would you, in your own words, Kristen, describe the pop punk culture? Um. So I'm a huge pop punk kid. Um. Definitely like a 2006 ish kids so i love fall out boy but i think the best parts about pop punk now is that they're not afraid to talk about really hard subjects okay um so they love to talk about where they're at in their lives um some of the best bands are not afraid to be vulnerable about especially mental health which is really interesting and if you know as much as i do like with some of those like gen z and um, younger millennials definitely want to know that. Right. Is it the pop punk kind of changing though? Like the style of what pop punk was when we was younger and now pop punk and Gen Z's generation, right? Yeah. I mean like because MGK is kind of like rapping, but he's not rapping, but he's like singing. Yeah. I, mean, I think he's a good example of where some of the pop punk bands will go. Not saying that every pop punk will be that, every pop punk band will be that, but... He is making his own little like subgenre with 
within it because popcorn kind of goes in a wider stand. So yeah, and and you mentioned him alongside of the one and only Lincoln Park, right? You said that Lincoln Park was somewhat paving this type of yes already. Uh, yes, so. definitely. I think like even MGK himself says that like Chester Bennington and um, the rest of the Lincoln Park guys were. Um, like his idol. Oh, that's he, pretty legit. I actually never yeah. knew that. Yeah, he thought it was yeah. super cool. I've heard that. him in like interviews talk about it, and he even like does the tribute sometimes, like the tribute cover when Chester dies. Like they did a oh, thing, yeah. and I was like, "Whoa, that's so cool!" But yeah, and so I think he is using Lincoln Park and other bands similar to him or to them to kind of help him make a sound for the Gen Z. Yeah, I mean, and obviously MGK's been in music for a long time. Like, I think since he was in high school, he's been making music. Right. Mixed tracks and mixed tapes and and all that kind of stuff. Um, but the question is, do you think it's healthy? Like, what, what, what is it that MGK actually, like, imprints to his listeners or, or about himself? Like, specifically, Tickets to My Downfall, um, how does that album specifically... Um, have effects on MGK or on his listeners? So I think the biggest effect he has is he's not afraid to explain the fact that he used alcohol and drugs to numb himself. And I think that in a generation that is struggling um, to figure out what mental health actually looks like. And right, it's huge. Yeah, like they, he's choosing to use substance to um, create numbness, and he's not afraid to say that in any of his lyrics. Um, it's really interesting to see how much um, how, how much he's used and mentioned, you know, drugs in this album alone. I'm like, right, right. dang, dude. But I think that's partially, like, he's also just showing how much he's hurting as right. a person. For a guy who's made it, I guess, right? Like, like you look at MGK and you're like, he's made it. He's with super hot Megan Fox, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's so true. <laughs> like, yeah, he does. He's, he's, he's kind of got the dream girl. He's got, you know, the dream job, as everyone thinks um, right. it would be. You know, he's got an amazing daughter that he talks about right. and loves. Like, I don't know, most MGK fans know, like, how much he truly does love his daughter. Right. But, like, yeah, he gets to hang out with, like, all these different people. Um, but isn't Pete Davidson, like, his best friend or something? So, like, there's a huge piece of, like, he's getting to hang out with all these cool people that we've deemed, like, super great in this world. Right. He's got the dream life. And and even with all that, he still talks about being broken, right? Well, like, right. he talks about even suicide, too, which is... Insane, Yeah, right? that, that's crazy. Um and, and it's crazy because he's talking about it today in 2021. But back in 2012, if you guys didn't know, when he was still just rapping, he gets signed by Diddy's Bad Boy Records. He comes out with the album, Wild Boy, and he's doing drugs in that music video and all that. But then he says something interesting. He actually says in the interview that he does not actually encourage drugs and alcohol, right? He, he says he doesn't want his fans to actually think that he encourages that kind of stuff. Yeah, he's writing songs about overdosing and using pills to feel better and 
that's just crazy. Like, how do you, how can you say that you're not promoting drugs is what I say. Mm. Because as a person that has the dream life, right. like, you're still talking about, hey, like, I'm overcompensating for heartbreak and drunk face. Like, I'm taking a pill and a heart shape. Like, you're saying that often. Like, it's yeah. not something, like, yeah. Yeah. it's not, like, a joke. Like, you say it and you do it also. Like, I don't know, almost all interviews that I've seen with him, especially in the past, it's a little bit better now. Like, it, it, it sounds like he also tried to become sober and face the sobriety. Yeah, he did, actually. He did which is time. insane. Yeah. And, like, he talks about it in Play This When I'm Gone, which, of course, he, if anyone has ever looked at the background of that story, like, of that song, he's writing that to his daughter while he's going to overdose, like, purposely overdose, which sounds crazy, but he talks about the statement of, like, my sobriety is eating me alive. Like, how crazy is that? Like, yeah. sobri- like his sobriety has literally caused him to face brokenness and the traumas in his life. Like, I can imagine the stuff that he's gone through, right, but, right. like, he's also chosen drugs over healing. Right. I guess some some people would even ask. So he deals with suicide and addiction, but is it better that he he has chosen the addiction over the suicide? Right. I mean, so so again, I'd argue that you're dying to the drug every time you take it. So, so in so, a sense, you're you're dying either way, right? Yeah, I mean, you, you're, you've you're chosen. Dead. You're dead either way. Yeah, like, that's good. That's in the good. sense of like, the reality is is like the person you are when you are high or you're drunk is not truly the person you're supposed to be or the person that you are. It's a person that your brokenness has made you. Right. Right. So I think if we're going to talk about it, like, would you rather just live in a state of brokenness or would you rather not live? Like either way, you're not living. Yeah. You're not choosing anything. Right. Like you're not choosing to succeed or live at that point because your brokenness is running your life or you're physically not here. To live a life. Right, right. And he has a daughter that he, he raps about and sings now about all the time. Right. He and he loves her. Right. He loves her. But, and I think that she's the thing that he fights for. Yeah. But I think. She keeps him going. Yeah, keeps him going. But how much more, you know, could he impact her when he does find sobriety? But he also doesn't just find sobriety, but he finds healing. Right, right. Because the problem is, you can be sober all this time, and, you know, the darkness comes in anyway. And you're going to feel the trauma. You're going to feel the hurt. You're going to feel the loss. He's experienced a lot of loss in his life. Right. Especially recently, right? Right. Lost auntie and dad as well, what, just a few years ago? I don't... Yeah, I think so. I mean, he talks about it in his new song, Lonely. I mean, the loss of them. Yeah. And so, like... It doesn't really matter when it happened. It's the reality of, like, they did. And he's right. lost friends. Like, right. how many people in the music industry has he lost in this moment? And, like, he even talks about, and takes to my downfall, like, he loses friends that are still living. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, he's that's like, right. I see my friends in the front row. They'll leave when I'm finished. The lights in my na- and my the lights in my name are gone. Like, they don't want to be there. They don't want to be there when everything's yeah, that's, good. Like, that's falling tough. apart, like. He loses, he's lost a lot in his life. He's also gained a lot. Right. Don't get me wrong, but he's also lost a lot. And I, 
I don't think so. So I kind of missed this about MGK was when in his younger days he used to rap, right? Right. Um, him and a, him him and a buddy made this record label called EST. He used to rap that all the time, right? Right. Okay. Stands for Everybody Stand Together. And at that time, he's just rapping about whatever he wants to rap about, right? Rap about life, rap about drugs, or like dogging on somebody, whatever he wants to rap about. And yet, once he gets signed in 2011 about um, with uh, Diddy's Bad Boy Records, right? He he starts to write songs talking about how. Um, let me see real quick. So, in he he writes a song called Halo in 2012. And one line he goes, everybody think I finally made it, Lord, but all I am is now a slave. Like, Dang. that's wild that he, again, back to, we think he has his perfect life, but yet, everybody thinks he's made it, but now he's a slave. Slave to what, the industry or the music? Or what, what, what do you think? Slave to his own I think, I think depression, it's anxiety? I think it's all. I can be honest with you because I think that uh, music industry wants something to sell. Uh, right, the right, sad right, part right. is, it's like that's the truth. For them, and it's about the money. So it's about, it's always about the money. If you can make me the money, sure, I'll right. I'll sell you brokenness. If you can't sell my records, why should I care? Yeah. Why should I care what you're going through? I mean, he makes that statement even in tickets to my or tickets to my downfall. He says, okay. he says, uh, my label hates that I'm like this. I gotta go through stuff. I'm filtering <laughs> to keep writing <laughs> yeah, um, so like with that being said like he also thinks that he's a slave to this because he has to he's a slave to the brokenness but he's also a slave to the to the label, the record like, label right. i gotta make money i gotta make money somehow right. but the only way i can be creative is when i'm going through stuff right so which is probably why he chooses the addiction because he thinks that the addiction allows some material to write about right He's almost living for the material. Right. right? That's exactly what I, I think he's doing. And that's just sad. Like, because he is so much more than just He material. is. And he is talented. He is. He's so talented. So, like, I think if he took the time to, like, understand that or, like, see that in himself, he could go farther because he does have enough in his past to keep writing. Right, right, right. So, like, you don't need to keep going through trauma yeah, yeah. To, to keep writing. Because right. you've, you've already lived it. You've got like, a lifetime of stuff like, you can you write about. Like, you have a lifetime. Yeah. So, it, it's kind of that, uh, that like, catch-22 of, like, hey, like, I understand that you want to be an artist. I know that you want to do this. And, honestly, like, that's who he's supposed to be. Right, But right. at the same time, like, you're creating it because you, you're using addiction to feed it when that's not even what you needed to do. Right. So, I think that's a huge piece. But I also think, like, with him making those choices, like, he's normalizing all of it. Yeah, so right, right. So, he's normalizing, no, that's good. He's normalizing that's good. anxiety. He's normalizing right. suicidal thoughts. Like, pe- people say now, like, it's a cool thing. Like, oh, I struggle with anxiety. Like, oh, that's anxiety. awesome. Like, <laughs> and if you have anxiety, like, that's a big thing. It's it a is. Real thing. It it's is a about, real thing. And, like, honestly, I can say, like, I face it too. Right, but, right. Priding on that, right? Yeah, right. that's not your identity. Yeah. If that's that's how you're gonna live, like you're always gonna be anxious. You're gonna be anxious because you've chosen to let it run, right? To and, be your identity, and rule. you've chosen to let it be. right. Yeah. So I think when he idolizes it by saying like, "Hey, like I have anxiety, but I'm 
done everything to make it worse. Yeah. There's an aspect of like when you look at how to make your anxiety less, you know, triggered. Right, right. You, you, what do they teach you to do? Sleep more, eat better food. You know, um, take some time like for yourself, for your own like mental space. Like, right, right. there's an aspect of all of those things, and he does none of those things because if he's drinking alcohol, he's probably not really eating a lot of food. If he's doing drugs and mixing with alcohol, his stomach's not wanting food. Right, right. He's going to do whatever he wants. I mean, you got to think that he's probably up for hours, days at a time because he's doing drugs. And some of it, like, in the newest album, like, he does talk about, like, doing, um, like, drugs that would calm you. So he would definitely t- talk about using marijuana. He would definitely talk about using, like, shrooms and stuff. Yeah. That gives you a trip to get you out of your own space. Right. Um, those are all things that kind of calm you, take you out of the space that you're in, um, whether like it's just to calm you and numb you or like to really give you a trip. Like that does not sound like fun to me, but, um, I know that others think that, but he normalizes it. He says like, he makes it a joke. Like the inner, I think it's, it's either the interlude or, um, Hunter for Aliens is when he's talking to Pete Davidson. And he's talking about how he just finished shrooms. Like, what? Right, (laughs) right. That's not, that doesn't even make sense why we normalized it. But we have. And um, I think all we've done is teach people that, yeah, let's have mental health issues and let's never work on them. Right, right. (laughs) Because it's one thing to realize it. Like, to recognize you have anxiety, depression, loneliness, or mental health. But it's another thing to just go like, you know, like that's who I am, that's what I am, and I'm just gonna, you know, like I'm gonna live my life like yeah, that because gonna... that's how it's gonna be, and it's never gonna get better. Right, right, and and it again, MGK, who we would consider super successful, right, is still fighting this, and and yet his fans or whatnot are idolizing, yeah. Idolizing that he's... They're like, I, they're, like, legitimately idolizing them. Like, I watched a TikTok, I don't know, maybe a couple months ago, and this girl, like, says, my my goal is to embody this album. And I'm like, Yo, wait, that's, that's crazy. so crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't even think MGK wants that. Like, MGK right. doesn't even want yeah. that for his fans. Yeah. And I think it's right. so funny that he's willing to speak for his fans to have a better life. Right. But he's not willing but to he, fight for his own. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Like, it's like, I, I want to tell you guys what not to do, but at the same time, it's kind of like... I'm still going to do it. I'm still going <laughs> to do it. And, you know, it it sends out a mixed emotion. Because, I mean, so nowadays, kids, I mean, like, it's just, it's the cool thing. If you do drugs, you're a cool kid. And, like, it doesn't help that MGK... Does it. ...is also doing it, right? Right, and... And he's not the only one. Right. Definitely but not. I think at this point, like, his his work, his art, his artistry, and um, the way he does things for his life and, like, in social media and everything else just allows his fans to think it's that much more cool. Like, right, right. it's not, it's not like MGK is the only one doing this and, like, MGK is ruining the world. That's not true. I right. Think, he- yeah, he definitely not. There's 
I think he's using like if we used it as a conversation piece, yeah, it'd right. be one That's thing. Good. And I think like when MGK wrote this, this album, it was this is where I'm at right now. This yeah. is what I'm feeling. That's this good. is how I'm like trying to process my emotions. Right. But people are taking it as like this is how we should yeah. live. Yeah, and yeah. It's like no. It's like MGK is like this is my outlet. But people are saying this is the end goal. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And I don't think that's at all what he's trying to put out. But at the same time, like, that's why I think he put out Downfall's High, which is that YouTube video movie. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So, like, I I think the reason why he picked, like, doing that was to shift some of the, the ideas. Right. To something else because. In this album, like, he is pretty vulnerable, like, about some of the stuff he's gone through. Yeah, his lyrics. He's talking right. about real stuff he went through. But the right. music video... It's I, about, like, a love, it's like, about high a love school story, love. Like, which is actually... So crazy. Nothing to do with his actual right. life. But it also shows you how he views love. Yeah. Because, like, he he's done interviews, too, where he said, like, I wanted to show, like, how sometimes we think teenagers fall in love. And, like... That's good they yeah. move on. That's like, true. they move on, they find the next person. But, like, the reality is, is, like, in Downfall's High, the girl doesn't just break up with him. She dies. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. alert. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. But the reality dead. is, is, like, she actually dies. Like, she's not just, you know, I don't want to be with you anymore. Right, right, right. And, like, that's a different situation than a person that's, like, Hey, I just found my first boyfriend or girlfriend, and it just didn't work. <laughs> like, <clears throat> and I get it. Like, I think he just sees love as something that's so all-consuming, and he doesn't care about the toxicity because right. it's so all-consuming that it's a trip. It's whatever it's it takes <laughs> to get that love. Right? right. And so I think for even him, it's like that love encompasses the drugs and, and, right. and the alcohol. Like. That's what it means to be like just in the in the moment. I think right, right. I think he's changed his life so much to the point where if I don't just live in the moment, everything hurts. Right, right. Because the future is never planned out, yeah. and is you can you can plan all you want, and things will always go the wrong way. Right. And the past hurts too much. So like. He's in that moment of like, I gotta live right now. I gotta live for this. I gotta live for this. And it's like, where does that end? Yeah. Where do we teach our fans or our people or the people around us that uh, we love that we can't just think about now? Yes, it's important to think about now, 100%, but there's something else coming after. Right. A yellow? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, no. But but the reality is, is like, the... Life is a roller coaster. It's always going to be a roller coaster. Right. And I think MGK is an amazing example of, like, roller coasters. He yeah, did it right. Even, like, he even did that with his career. Like, yeah. from Rap Devil all the way down to, like, Tickets to the Downfall. No one expected him to be bringing out the charts. And, yes, he had made some really good stuff before. Yeah. You know, featuring in some newer artists, which is super funny to me that he's, like, doing artists that you would almost consider outcasts they don't fit into one genre right right but they're like blowing up too so like it's kind of cool to hear and see 
the way they kind of move. So like Young Blood, for example, like yeah. Young Blood. he's blowing up charts. He's right. changing things. Yeah. He's making people question and like he's making statements. And that's kind of cool for MGK to like stand with somebody that's going to make those statements. Right. But like MGK is so caught up in his own place, like I don't even know if he understands those statements. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not saying that he's stupid or anything like that, but right, I think right. he's like, I like you as a person, and so I'm gonna make some music with you, and then I'm gonna walk away. But he's making waves and he's making statements, and I don't think yeah. he knows that. I think in a good way, right? So I like I do I like MGK. Like I said, I used to listen to a lot of his old rap rap stuff. We used to vibe with him a lot. Um, so yeah, it's like not a bash or anything. Like I no. really do like MGK. Um, I do. I, I was just going to say there, I, I think one reason why a lot of young people like him too is because he gives them a voice. So like people who do go through depression, anxiety, and loneliness, like when they listen to MGK stuff, it's like it gives them a chance to say things that they um, maybe, it's like MGK puts the words to their emotions. Right. So like I they're mean, able to yell out and scream those type of songs, so right? And so like in a way MGK provides that like outlet for for people as well, but again, like the thing is, your downside is he's riding a wave also, and he might not know necessarily what where that wave is gonna take him or what right. statements he's really making with that. Right. Um, I think you're right. I think that's super true. I think you're right. This is not bashing MGK. I like MGK. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, you you like this album. Like this is like one of your top albums. albums. Right yeah. Like it's definitely on my top, and I listen to it all the time. Um, but I also do see where the brokenness, yeah. like, definitely He's human. Lies. This yeah. guy bleeds red, too. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and it kind of makes me sad sometimes just to know how much this guy hurts because yeah. there's times where I can, like, oh, yeah, that resonates. Like, yeah, right, man, right. that's really hard. Or, you know, how do you – how do you handle, like, everyone leaving? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like how right, do you how do you lose all of your friends and like to be honest with you like I know how it feels to lose one good friend like how does it feel when you think that you lost everyone yeah or they're sitting there watching you and now you realize like they're just watching you to see the show right like you were saying then the title track right sold right. some tickets to come see my downfall sold out in minutes and then I saw friends in the front row but then they're just gonna leave when I'm finished like right that is that is crazy and. And again, I know this is the MGK session, but like there are other artists who have also dealt with that. Dealt with this kind of stuff. Right. You know? He's um, not he's not alone. And I think he faces things as if he's alone. Right. And I don't think he is alone. I think that Yeah, yeah. He has changed his mentality sometimes. Not all of the time, but I think that there's parts of him yeah. that believes that he fights alone. Right. Which and Sounds crazy, right? Because you talked about how he does like he used to represent uh, EST. Everyone stands together, so he used to always rap for the people um, who don't have a voice. That kind of stuff, right? So like you want to be the voice for everybody, but you don't want anyone to stand with you. Right, right, right. Like that's That's not how that's not how the world was meant to be. Like you're not supposed to fight everything by yourself. I think MGK's even becoming something he might not have wanted to become because again, so Halo. Good song, rap song, back in the days. He he writes a line and he goes, I don't ever want to become a celebrity. So put your camera down and stand next to me, right? EST, uh, everyone standing together. He's talking about how he, 
he don't want to be that, right? He doesn't right. want them to be the Hollywood. And yet, now today, he stands as one of the Hollywoods. Like, yeah, one of the Hollywoods. You know, he's growing, right? People know who he is now. You say MGK, most people recognize him now. Right. Um, and yet, way back then, he was like, I don't ever want to be this. You know? right. I just want to be for the people. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe he's turning into something he actually never really wanted to be. Maybe. Um, I think that that might be true in some aspects of, like, yeah. How do you how do you handle being a celebrity when that never was your goal? Right. Because I think at first he really did want good for the people. Like right. he talked about what? Like Cleveland. He represents Cleveland all the time, right? He still like does. He's, he's always like, yeah, still repping Cleveland. Like Right. And he he does do that. I think you're right. And I think that this album Tickets to My Downfall was supposed to be a voice. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. people so that they knew that they weren't alone. Right, right, but right. But I think... He doesn't want them to stop here, though. Right. I think we've all thought that this is how we end. Like, um, the last song on this album is Play This When I'm Gone. And Ooh. so, like, when you think about it, like, title. that is hard. That's yeah. a hard statement to say. And he does, like, if you haven't listened to it, like, go and listen to it. But um, it's definitely a heart wrencher, like, this is to his daughter. Like, when I leave, like, it's okay to be sad. But, like, I don't think once he decided, once he, pa- once he was past this moment when he did choose to fight, he chose to live, <laughs> he wrote and released a song to remind people that you should keep going. Yeah. And, like, yes, it's going to be sad when you lose people. And we can lose people in different ways, and it's still sad, no matter what it is. Right, that's good. But I think he also wanted you to know, like, to not stop. Yeah. That he found a way to keep going that you guys can too. Right. So that's good. I didn't even notice that. So, like, in Tickets to My Downfall, his songs kind of, like, almost lined up, right? Like, almost, um, what's that word? It's like like a progressive. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think he even meant it to be that way at first. And then he started to, like, realize it. Right, Because, like, right. I didn't think... When I first listened to this album, I did not know that it would be a concept album. And then he releases Downfall's High, and I'm like, this is such a concept yeah, album. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so cool. But, yeah, I think that's so true, is that it is a story. Tickets to my Downfall. Right. It's a concept album that truly is about the lowest points of his life. Yeah. And, of course, like, regular people, too, right? I mean, right. We, we all go through these types of phases. And for MGK, it's his music. Of course, also the drugs and the alcohol. Mm-hmm. But it's like... This is how I get through it. Right. This is how, he, you know, he, he's going through it. Right. And, you know, ho- hoping that, as listeners, we see back to your point that he's also broken he's going through it he's also broken but you know how do we as listeners you know how do we keep going right how, how do we keep going right, right? because mgk has found something for him but yeah. then what about me and you right like right okay is it drugs and alcohol and if it's not i mean how, where can i find yeah answers? where am i looking for to and let me be honest with you we're not saying you should be doing drugs or alcohol to handle any of the problems you go through. Right, right, right. We understand, like, it's hard. Like, life is hard. And 
sometimes we don't know how to keep going. Right. But so numbing is what the best, or at least we think, right? If yeah. I just numb it, I don't have to deal Our with it. Says that. But the thing is, numbing it doesn't take it away. You're gonna wake up the next day, and the, whatever problem it was is gonna be right there. Right. Yeah. So Which, yeah. I think what we do want to say, and I don't think MGK thought this far ahead. I think he does think this. I think that uh he has people in his life that are this but i think if you are going through stuff like find somebody to talk to but find somebody that's not just gonna go oh yeah i see that i see that it's okay like talk to somebody that's actually gonna walk through it with you because walking through and standing with somebody is completely different from than just going i have empathy for you i understand that's hard right right so oh, I think man. like he finds that with Megan. Yeah, I that's think right. He does. I think he does. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah, people he, say that he like it's just like a part time relationship he or like it's not girl. gonna last. Like it I think there's an aspect of they're both going through hard times and they yeah. understand. So they're gonna walk together. I also think that he finds some of this like with his daughter, which is yeah. a lot yeah, it's a lot to put on a teenager's shoulder, but you know, sadly, like, this world is broken, and sometimes you find it in your family members that are still around. Yeah. Yeah, just to, to your point again, even with all his success, all he still carries his brokenness and his addiction. And again, at the end of the day, um, he actually doesn't want his listeners to, to be like him. Right. And I don't think MGK ever thought he'd be a role model. I don't think so either, to be honest. I think he thought that he'd be a part of the crowd. Yeah, right. And uh, Totally. And EST, a, totally. And I think there's an aspect of, like, we need people in the crowd. We need people in the crowd. They're going to stand with each other. But there's also an aspect of, like, when you're a role model, that's not how it works. Right, you right. You can't always stand side by side in the in the aspect of, hey, like, this is this is how life is. Right. Like, if you're going to be different, then be different. Like, I I get it to where, like, MTK is bringing to light the brokenness and the hurt that I think some people overlook. Like, people who have good lives, who has both parents and who have, you know, make thousands of dollars and got right, a nice, right. like, you know, like, white picket fence and, and a dog and two kids and a half. Like, like MGK is the voice... For, for the people who lives in the projects, who's broken, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that yeah. stuff. And so, like, people like that, that he's able to bring to light, hey, life is not about, I got both parents and I got a wife and a dog and two kids. You know, like, <laughs> right. it's not that, you know? It's so, not that picture-perfect life. Right. He and brings it, that to the surface, which is... He's also proving that, like, you can have everything and that picture-perfect life is non-existent. Right, so. because now MGK has the money, the wife, the daughter, and yeah. the dog, probably. <laughs> well, yeah, he's got, I don't know about that. But I do know, like, he does have that. He's He's got people in his corner, and he's got, you know, money. He's making money. He's getting the dream cars, the dream houses, the dream girl. And he's right. still broken. Still broken. The brokenness doesn't go away because you got everything you wanted. Right. So I think that part of that is learning, like, how do we get to the other side? Right. How do we help healing yeah. so that when we do get everything we thought we wanted right right or something better than what we thought we wanted we can 
walk into it without all of the baggage. Yeah. And I think the first step is finding somebody to talk to. Yeah. And saying, hey, like, I'm going through some really hard stuff. And I'm going to be real honest with you, like, sometimes that person isn't your best friend. Mm. Like, I know that sounds mean. It really does. But, like, sometimes it's not that best friend that you've had since, you know, middle school or, you know, especially, like, teenagers. Like, your best friend might not be the one that can help you walk through this. Yeah. But maybe an older adult or an older teenager that has gone through some of the same stuff. Maybe you meet a friend that's like, oh, yeah, I have anxiety too. Right, right. Like, there's an aspect of, yes, you can have commonalities, but if you only hang out with people with anxiety, you're obviously going to have right. anxiety. So It's the circle of the people you surround yourself with as well. Um, like, you want to have a better life, but if you continue to hang around people who don't want that or even themselves, I mean, you're not getting right. You're not getting any further ahead. So I think like that is it. It's like sometimes the person that's gonna help you heal isn't gonna be the person right. you thought it would be. And and I think why it's so hard for people is because it's like, but my best friend understands me. Like they're like me, so it's easier for me to stick around them. But to your point the thing is that they can't help you out of something they're not out of either. Right. So they're your best friend, and don't get me wrong. Yeah, they're probably gonna understand you a lot more than most people. But at the same time, if you're both in that hole, who's throwing you the rope? Right. Who's gonna help you get out? And maybe the question is, do you even want to get out? Because like maybe some people like the pain, which is crazy. Because it, I think people get comfortable there. Yeah, that's good. I honestly think that that's good. We get comfortable. I don't think that we like pain, um, in that way. But I think that we definitely get comfortable in the in the pain. We get comfortable in the brokenness because if I started to make changes, if I started to make changes, what would happen? What will this look like? If I have anxiety and I'm doing something I've never done before, it's gonna make me anxious. Right, right. <laughs> like it's part of life. But like if you never break the cycle, it's never gonna change. And you know, MGK kind of is a good example of that. Like, right. not in the not in a bad way. I think, like, he has tried. He has tried. Yeah. He's been sober at times, and that's right. amazing. But it's a cycle, and sometimes, like, getting out of it is hard. Right. And, of course, we're not saying, like, oh, go find help, and then once you find help, you all of a sudden you're clean and your life is, you know, no. fantastic. But it's definitely a journey, you know. And, it, and this is... Obviously, we're we're looking at MGK's journey, you know, but each one of us have, have a journey too. Like, um, so Ti once sang us. He was rapping. I don't remember what song he was rapping on, but he said a line. He said, "I live, I live the life that you want, right? I'm I'm living the life. I'm living life for you. Like you're looking at me live the life that you want." And when I heard that, I was like, "No more." You know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm. I'm wasting my time looking at another man be successful. And like pretty much in my face, he's like, yo, you're, you're looking at the life that you want that I'm living, you know? Right. And, it, and, and so I say all that just to say, yes, MGK is talented. And, yes. and with what he's done, he's still growing and going through it. But if we idolize him, when are we going to stop and work on our Us. brokenness, right? Yeah. Like when are we going to start living our life and that's stop, good, stop good. looking at other people live, 
their life like because you matter too right i matter too right that's I, so I think true. i do i mean you I, no like <laughs> that's so true like you you do matter we we do matter like each one of us matters so there's an aspect of like yeah are we idolizing somebody that's broken and is trying to work on himself i mean i think that's partially what mgk is doing now yeah yeah but there's a part of us that like if we keep idolizing somebody else is their journey their own journey we're never gonna work on ours right right so i think you're right yeah i mean it's just it's again it's great to see kind of mgk's progression as well because like i said i listened to him back then and then now seeing him um i guess in a sense he is adapting and and wanting to seek for something new right Right. and Um, i think like he isn't making bad decisions with some of like his artistry and like his career Career choices choices, he's at least uh, yeah they're not bad (laughs) heading towards the right (laughs) direction in that reviving his career because i think his like his ability to write the lyrics and the way he experiences life and yeah, sees life right, right. fits more in a different genre than just rap because there's an aspect of I think deep down he still is that guy yeah. from Everybody Stand Together. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. oh, you're right. Ooh, you're good. He's, deep down, he's that person. He still and, has that heart. Yeah. And a lot of times, like any of the rappers that we talk about, even like mumble rappers and stuff. Right. They're talking about themselves. They're worried about themselves. They don't want to be a voice for somebody else. Right, right, right. Now, that may not be everyone, but majority of them, when well, you think of a rapper, well, you right, think though. about, like, they're doing them, and they're going to they talk about them. me. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yep. Eminem, same thing. Everything's about what he wants, what he thinks, how he does. And that's not a bad thing in right. some aspects, but it's also kind of selfish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, not being me, but, like, that's true. Like, yeah. like, we're idolizing selfish people. And that and that's that's the world, but right. I think at the same time, MTK is still that everyone stands together guy. Yeah, and he wants. He still wants to. That. Yeah, he wants to be a voice for more than just himself. Yeah. And and I I I I would even say, if if you like the fact that MGK is like very vulnerable, which he is, I think like he he, I mean he's like showing you all the scars and stuff. Like there's another guy called enough and this dude is also blowing up the charts right so like right. i mean obviously he's in the yeah. he's in the the rap industry and we're talking about pop punk and, and whatnot and mgk today but like check him out too this guy talks about the pain and the hurt right um, and but he doesn't do the drugs what like that, that changes that's, everything yeah that's wild the ball game so i think that's so true like find somebody else sometimes there's an aspect of, yes, we love music. Um, I'm a huge music person. I know that Long is too. Um, but so, we also have to be careful about the idolization of artists yeah. that are still trying to figure out their own story. Right. So let them be voices, but sometimes their voice isn't always correct. Right. And so you can love their art. And you can feel what they feel. But... At the same time, you cannot make them be your idol in the sense of you can't be, they're not going to be the person that's going to pull through your old time. Right. Or even the person to save you, technically. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, MGK at the moment might be helping you scream out your hurt and your pain. You know what I'm saying? And that's real. 
like, it's not helping you in the healing process. But this dude might not, yeah, be the guy who's gonna actually pull you out. Right. And and not that he doesn't intend to, you know, but it's just he's going through it too. Right. And you know, it's like we obviously we all know MGK, but MGK doesn't know us. Right. You know, and he's the voice for us, but at the same time, like, it is he actually saying something we want us to hear and be be heard? Like, is it something that we want? be heard right i mean i've heard people who listen to artists sometimes and they're like this artist just always talks about the bad stuff or this artist is too happy like they never talk about the real stuff and it's like at the end of the day like you kind of need both like you, you can't just stay in your depression but at the same time i mean we get it right like idealizing a, re- a realistic possibility that will never happen i mean that's one thing too right. but it's it's the balance of like realizing that you're obviously struggling with pain, mental health, and all that stuff, and believing that you can come out of that. Like, believing that you can really come out of that. And right. it might not look like, again, your perfect picture, um, happy fairy tale ending, you know? Right. But it's going to be better than where you're at. But you have to believe that there is hope, like, at the end of the tunnel. Because if you don't, then what are you fighting for? Right. I think that's so true. I think we always talk about... The first step is to admit you have a problem. Yeah, yeah. But we forget that you want that's to admit just the first no, I'm step. Just no, you're no, right. No, like that's the first step. You're though, right. right. We talk about it all the time. Like if you talk about alcohol anonymous, alcoholic anonymous, I can speak today. I promise, guys. Uh, like if you talk about AA, like that's yeah, that's what they say is like the first part of being like your recovery is admitting yeah. you have a problem the same thing like with mental health you have to admit you're facing depression or you have to admit to yourself that you have anxiety because if you don't admit it to yourself you can never work on it right but But we stop yes yes that's exactly what i was gonna say so like exactly what i was gonna say so that's how it works like we have to believe that there is hope like long said like you're right long like we have to keep going and there's an aspect of understanding, like, you got to believe that there's hope on the other side, or you're never going to get through it. Right. And then we're speaking, like, about this because it's true, and we know what this looks like. Right. I mean, I've been, you know, like, everybody's been hurt. I've been hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Back, fake friends, backstab, job goes wrong, your boss is, like, the day just sucks, you know? They're and sometimes it's the... like, yeah, it. It feels like it never ends, like those type of pain. And sometimes it's like it's hard because you feel like nobody understands you, and it's just you, you know. But the thing is, like, it's not like you're like we. I'm not alone. Like I, I realized like there is a lot of hurting people out here, you know. Right. Um, and we're not alone as we walk through things. So that's a huge piece is like remembering that you're not walking through this by yourself, and if you are. You need to go find other people because they're here for you. I promise you, there's going to be people in this world that want to stand beside you and walk yeah. through the hurts that you're going through. Right. And coming from a person that doesn't like to admit that I need help, I know it's true. that the, <laughs> o- yeah, the only way you can see them is when you start saying it. Hey, I need help. Hey, this is, I don't feel good. Like, this yeah. is not a good day. I'm not saying that you should say that to every stranger on right, the street. Right, right. But there's a point of like, hey, when you get to a place where you feel comfortable with a person, don't be afraid to be vulnerable. 
and because it's not a weakness either. No, because I feel not. like some people. Oh, if I ask for help, it makes me look a certain way, or you know, people are gonna talk about how I need therapy or counseling for this, and it's like, what? Why are you caring about? Don't care about that. Don't care about people caring about you trying to be better for yourself. Like, right. like focus on you. Like you're trying to better yourself. Who cares what other people are saying at the moment? Because at the at the end of the day, like you're the one who benefits from it, not not them. Right. You know, and, and it just yeah, like get that out of your head, like our heads. You you know, like yeah. that we think it's weak of us. If I ask for help, it makes me look like less of a man, or it's like man, like get get that out of here. Like if you want to be more of a man, ask for help. Right. You know? And but, like that's far also goes for like women. Like the reality is, is like we all think that we have to be strong, like strong independent women. Right. Like, we run the world. Especially yes. That's so right. That's <laughs> so true. But no one's truly able to run anything by themselves and even the most independent person needs help so admit it right try and find people that are going to be in your circle because we're not meant to walk life alone right i mean i know mgk talked a lot about how he is going through things by himself but honestly like even mgk has a crew behind him right um and, and he needs that. Obviously, he's also featuring in like my tickets, uh, tickets to my downfall. Right, he's featuring other artists. Right. Um, he understands the value of having others, um, at least in somewhat of, of a circle. Right. Um, so it's it's like if it's it's like you being a lone wolf is only cool in the movies, right? Being right. like being like the like like power, I love Power Rangers. So it's like <laughs> being the Green Ranger or the or the Gold Ranger or or with the Silver Ranger or the Ranger that's like outside of the original five. It's like it seems so cool because it's like oh they're the strongest they can beat up the other five. Like being the Lone Wolf, it's like it's so cool. Like we we kind of idolize that being by ourselves and being tough means like I'm cool and I'm tough. No one's gonna mess with me. And it's like yeah, it may seem that way and it looks cool in the movies. And, TV shows, but in real life, like being by yourself, like do you and I can survive. You tend to be the biggest target. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, like, right. You become the biggest target. Right. You become while, the biggest while target. While you're trying to avoid it, you become it. Right. So, um, it just it just goes to show, like, we do need people. We're designed to need people. Yeah. And you know, I think Machine Gun Kelly is seeing that too in his life. He does have friends. Like, everyone can admit, like, he has friends. Um, and he is that person. He's trying to be that person for others. Right. But, like, the first step is, is finding himself and trying to figure out how to bring himself to a more healthy place. Yeah. And that goes for everyone. Like, we all, like, the first step is to figure out like what we can do to make ourselves, you know, move to a more healthy place. Right. And if you're not a fan of MGK or you're like, I could care less about Colson Baker, you know, <laughs> um, maybe you have friends that listen to him though, you know, or yeah. maybe you're a young mom and dad and you have kids who like bump MGK. like. And you're now scared because of all this. Please know, like, if that is true, if you are that parent or you are working with young adults right. and or you're that friend who has a friend who's right or you're a friend that is like i had no idea mgk was like this please don't bash him this is not about bashing him 
or like saying like, oh, you can't listen to him. You shouldn't listen to him. Right, right. Make this a conversation. Because. That's good. You know, yeah, that's music good. is right. an outlet. Connect with them. Yeah, right. that's good. Music is an outlet. So you mainly like music for like about three things. You either like the beat, it's catchy, <laughs> or it resonates with you. It's yep. it's the way our minds work. And so maybe that person that really loves MTK dislikes the beat. Or maybe your friend is friend or student or child is definitely facing anxiety or yeah, depression, depression yeah. or you know is wanting to turn to alcohol and drugs yeah or is so it's good to be aware right if right. they listen to mgk i mean you know that it's something that they can do it's on the table right yeah that's good it's on the table right you don't have to try to like be around the bush it's just you know it's just yeah. talking with them Maybe listen to the album with Maybe them. even, yeah, there you go. L- listen to something about, like, listen to his music. Maybe they don't like Take Us to My Downfall, but they like his old stuff. Right. Like, listen to it. Listen to it with him, with them, and find out what that song's saying, or find out what he's talking about, because you never know. It could be the segue to an important conversation right. that you never knew how to start before. What's a better built? That relationship, right? Right. And maybe you become the person that they they can turn to or can tell about their anxiety or depression. Yeah. So true. Yeah. I think that is what we need most in this world. Right. It's people that want to stand and say, hey, like, I understand and I want to walk with you. Right. And that's kind of why we made this. (laughs) Or even... So especially why we made this, right? Even if we don't understand that we can hold space with that, though, right? Right. Like, I may not actually have been in your shoes. People use that all the time. You, you never been in my shoe? It's all right. I got my own shoes to wear. You know, like, right, we all right. go through our own stuff. But it, it's it's like, even if we've not been through it, like, we want to hold space with you, though, right? right? We want to be able to at least let your voice be heard. Like, let you talk and just listen. Right. Like, um. And maybe you find out that we have more in common than you think as well, you know? Yeah. But we want to be that space, especially, yeah, like, with the podcast. Especially now, especially in this world. I think we need to learn how to hold space with people. Yeah, that's good. Right, stop judging them right away or stop blowing them off right away. Right. Just hold space with them, man. Just listen for a second, right? That is, I think, super true. And it's part of what we're missing. Yeah. In this world, in general, like, we just need to learn how to hold space with people. Yeah. I mean, th- if you're not going to listen to them, somebody else is going to listen to them. You know? If That's you're not going to be the person where they can turn to, somebody else is going to be right. that voice. You know, If you're not going to be their voice, they're going to look for that voice somewhere else. Right. So, you know, more than just listening and, and, and understanding MGK and people who struggle with depression, it's also being the other person. Right. The one who can be there for somebody like an MGK or somebody who is struggling with depression, right? Right. Like being... Being able to just hold space with them, even though you may or may not necessarily know what they're going through, just being that person. You know, again, because if you're not going to be that, they're going to look for it somewhere else. We're going to find it somewhere. You're going to yeah. find it somewhere else, or you're going to find it in something else. So ooh, that's good. Right. And let's be honest. That's good. Like if that's if that's where you go, if you're going to find it in something else, you we've lost the battle. Like we've lost the battle because the scars and the brokenness that will come. From the fact that you found it in something else, right. 
is it's never been dealt and healed with. You just transferred it now to something right. Else. Yeah. The the cost is going to be almost detrimental yeah. in some aspects. Yeah. Not something that they can't come back from, but it's definitely something that will impact right. them in a way like nothing else. And it's also learning how to choose who you want to be a voice for you, right? Like what who else are you listening to? Right? Like who else are we listening to? Like right. who else is voicing for us? Right. You know? So true. And what are they saying? Who are, who are we listening to and what are they saying? Yeah, right. Because if they're saying something we didn't want. Or that we really don't want to represent us. And yet we say we listen to them. They're, they're going to represent us. And yeah. I personally am the type of person that has a mixed message with everything I listen to. Because I <laughs> listen to everything. But I think that's true. I think if we don't personally look at what the voices that are speaking loudest into our voice into our lives right. are actually saying, yeah, we don't, yeah. we miss it. And and I get it. Like sometimes, yeah, we we just want to scream with the song, you know. And and maybe we are there at the moment, which is why we listen to them. Which is so true. <laughs> so you know, it's not saying that oh, don't listen to or do go listen to. It's like. At the end of the day, whoever you listen to, just you know, just know that they're voicing for you, right? And uh, hopefully, it's it's good. Are they holding know? space for you correctly? Right. Are they holding space for you correctly? That's good. That's a good way to put it. So, guys, uh, we're gonna wrap it up here. Um, thanks for listening. We're super yes. excited for yes, this. Yes, we are. Um, come join our conversations because we just started this conversation. Uh, follow us on Instagram at at beyond this space and we'll continue to be talking about this throughout the week and we're excited to hear what you guys have to say yeah i mean like leave us comments and like i said write down other artists you might listen to that you might want us to check out or um like i said just whatever thoughts you guys have we want this to be a space for that whether you agreed or disagreed with us like we're that's excited awesome. to yeah, hear from just you like put some down yeah your voice is still so much valued and we're excited to take this journey with you guys well join us next week with our next topic i know we have another episode coming up that's gonna be exciting we're so, excited all right bye guys just wanted to say thank you guys for coming out again my name is long and i'm Kristen. and this is beyond, beyond this space. space peace out